Ah, hello everyone. Hey, was that music new? I feel like the last, whenever I listen to the podcast, like uh-huh. your your eardrums get blown out for like the first 10 seconds. You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's on purpose. That's on purpose. Um, so this was, this was actually a question um, that most people, I mean, unless, unless you were involved in the scene, you wouldn't know what it is. That is by a, that is a song by a California band known as the Hoods. No way. Yes. So that was we for got, you guys. I love that. Oh, we got special intro music. I so I don't know this. if you guys were in that band or not, but. Um, uh, no. <laughs> How cool would that be if I we wish, were though? We, we were in the family bluegrass band back in Kentucky that played like Wednesday night potlucks at the Baptist church. So that's what we were doing when we were 17. Us and great uncle <laughs> Owen and great uncle Carly. It was but a, did it sound like that? Band. Did it sound like that? No, it, it was right. not that metal. We were not that cool. <laughs> Okay, so today on the Nose Nose, we have special guests, the Hood Sisters, Amy and Jen. Or do you prefer Jennifer? Jen. I mean, even just getting my name right is cool, so, you know. <laughs> we don't, yeah, screw, we don't screw around on this. Um, they are designers, branding, studio, etc. We will get into the details soon. And then, of course, we have Brent, the intern here. Um, and for those of you watching on YouTube, we also have the Hood Sisters attorney um, which will monitor everything that we ask them and make sure that everything is okay. Um, that is a visual joke. Sorry for people who listen to it on audio only. So, <laughs> so we're going to kick off. Um, and what I want to do is get um, just a quick, if you guys can do like a 30-second history of where you're from and how you got to here today. Okay, go. go. Dad lost wallet in a courtyard. Mom found it. They met, <laughs> got together. Um, about Faster. four years later, we came along, probably broke the budget. Parents split. Twins ruined life. <laughs> Just kidding. So then we moved from California to New York to Kentucky, back to California, started Hoodspo because we were at this print shop that folded, couldn't get hired anywhere. So we were like, we'll just freelance. And um, then it just kept going. And uh, we were working for friends and family for really cheap rates for a few years. And then slowly kind of just kept asking questions to figure out how to do it better. And 10 years later, here we are right, right with you on this. Working for Disney, baby. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Wait, hold on. Consult with your attorney if you're actually allowed to tell them that you're working with them. I don't know if that was in the contract. Did we get a console to be able to name drop Disney? The Disney (laughs) contracts are longer than the projects. Oh my gosh. The the process, I was like, are we going to make the deadline? Like, I wasn't sure. <laughs> like, we need it in two weeks, but the contract will take three weeks to sign. So. Right. Yes, exactly. And that is exactly how it works. Um, yeah. Okay. So ready? You guys ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So I am not a twin. You two are twins. Pete, Pete Davidson isn't your twin? <laughs> Jury's still out. <laughs> now, Brent is also a twin. Damn. Yes. So we have a lot of genetic my anomalies happening Korean, right now. So. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my twin is it a girl not or Korean, boy? So. Uh, okay. okay. We're fraternal though. So. Yeah. So are yeah, we actually. Everyone in Brent's family kind of are looks you? alike anyway, though. <laughs> really? Hey, some families are like that. Just strong genes, you know? Yeah. Is that what that is? It's strong genes? Yeah. I don't know. Some some dominant gene is just like powering through the, the lineage. <laughs> over know? and over and over and over again. <laughs> this is the nose you get, no matter what. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my daughters that. Um, <laughs> so I have to ask the most annoying uh, non-twin question: 
did you guys wear the same outfits when you were kids? Our mom made us oh. till sixth grade. Literally, we had to put our foot down in the Macy's like dressing room. <laughs> it, was year. We, it was Dillard's. We were like, mom, we are getting ridiculed. <laughs> we need to have our own wardrobe. And she was crying. It was like a big moment. Yeah. I just remember that like this is when Jinkos were hot. It was like Hanson was at the top of the charts and Jinkos were hot. And I was just like, I got to get a damn pair of Jinkos <laughs> if it kills me. And uh, so that's what broke, broke the camel's back. I mean, you could, you could, I mean, I remember kids used to cut their regular jeans down the middle and then like sew bed sheets in between. Oh, that's right. To make them wider. Yeah. It was like, it's like, how much can you hide your, your etnies like puffy yeah. shoes? Like that was like, that actually was like airwalks back then, wasn't it? Airwalks. Yeah. Brent doesn't know what any of this stuff is because he was born in uh, 2006. <laughs> hey, I, I had a pair of etnies. You had etnies? I had etnies, yeah. They were skateboarders. Canadian? No, Canadian etnies? Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. called eight knees. Yeah, the eight knees. arrow logo it was like an arrow logo. Yeah, that's thing. what it was. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Fucking shittiest shoes ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more twin questions. All right, we're gonna do. Uh, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a lightning round really quick. Okay, this is a little bit of a warm up, as I ready. am a professional interviewer. I've done this all of three <laughs> times. Um, okay, ready. Favorite yes. quote from a TV or movie that you use over and over again? I pooped somewhere in this room. Nice. Next. <laughs> Which one's that from? It's from Parks and Rec. Rob Lowe says it when everyone gets the flu. Oh, yeah, that's so And funny. he's like, and then he looks in the mirror and he goes, stop pooping. What's your turn? I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. I don't know. We always say that. It's from You've Got Mail. <laughs> the guy, the nice. guy gets annoyed and he just goes, I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. I just think that's so funny. We just say it if anyone's being a drag. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite, favorite bad movie? And this is quick. You don't have to think about it. Just. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China. That's what I was going to say, too. Oh, interesting. Okay. Favorite yeah. good movie? Oh. Oh no! <laughs> oh, what about In Bruges? Have you guys ever seen that? No. Oh, it's so good. It's like really indie. Like this is indie points for me. Oh, <laughs> really <indie>. good. <laughs> so yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. I it's only really watched really good. It's like the minute you hear someone say it's produced by A twenty four, you're like, yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, I am into A twenty four stuff. Dude, they're so good. They're good stuff. Yeah. But it's like most of it, I can't handle. It's too scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have like fourteen copies of the Witch script book. <gasps> really that movie was messed up yeah people Trippy. keep getting me the book and i refuse to give them up so i just have like multiple copies of them. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. such a random collection oh it's so good it's so good okay wait uh jen what's yours oh uh, um oh shit i don't know like um <laughs> saving private ryan <laughs> it's a good wow movie. okay <laughs> i was just talking about it the other day i don't know so okay so out of those three movies which one's actually the best Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, it's the it one really you watch is. over and over again. Oh, right. it's so rewatchable. That's what I Kurt Russell. You can do no wrong. Kurt, yeah, yeah, I agree, I guess. Um, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, there is a wrong answer. Breakfast. breakfast. Wow, Brent, what do you got? Yeah, breakfast. Fuck you guys. I'm lunch all day. What do you think? Dinner? You could do everything at lunch. Lunch is an everything meal. <laughs> That's true. Lunch can be dinner or breakfast. That's it's true. flexible. Okay. It is flexible. Um, mm. non, this is not an artist or a designer, favorite creative person? Oh. Okay, oh, what, no. <laughs> what's, coming, what's coming to mind is like Tina Fey, cause like whatever she touches turns to gold. She has mm -hmm. the Midas touch. Right. Um, but there's gotta be some other answer. I got a quick story for you. 
You know Tina Fey? uh, I don't know her. (laughs) However, I have bathed with her. What? (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) We're listening. I mean, not technically bathing. Um, I mean, (laughs) we we vacation uh, in Cape May, New Jersey sometimes at the beginning of the summer. And we go at the same time to the same hotel every year. So we're always in the swimming pool together at the same time. And That's crazy. Okay, what kind of celeb cider are you? The kind that pretends you don't see them to respect their space? Or the kind that's like, hey, appreciate what you did? Or the fawner? No, no. What I am is the kind where I get insulted if they don't recognize me. <laughs> You're like, you don't That's know hilarious. me? Yeah. I'm big in concert circles with yeah. friends. <laughs> 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 Which is such a funny fake fame. For, I have you know, hundreds I don't mean that of... against you. I just mean it's just a funny thing yeah. that like, oh, yeah. you know, there's like, perceived like famous yeah. oh totally no no know? i walk into yeah. that place like i own the place i see tina fey yeah. what do you ever do goodbye that's hilarious <laughs> what are, know, jen what, miss... do you, what do you got wait did jen no amy you said yeah tina yeah, fey, yeah. Right? No, uh, what do i got um famous favorite creative <laughs> the weirdest shit's coming to mind but like martha stewart <laughs> i don't know nice. i'm just like the woman can do anything yeah, she survived jail. She rebranded herself. Like, I just find her so <laughs> she's, fascinating. She's Snoop Dogg's best friend. No, like, I just think that, like, for someone who can constantly reinvent themselves, that's the ultimate creativity. I think she did it. How do you think Wait, that who's she's Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop I think it's a new dog. <laughs> new dog? I want to know who New Dog is. <laughs> Give me that new dog. New brand. We can rebrand you, Brent. <laughs> um, how do you think that Martha Stewart survived prison? Oh. That I know. It's like, did she make someone her bitch or was she the bitch? Yeah, I did, think she made others her bitch. You think she walked in, she was like, I'm going to pick the biggest motherfucker yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything yeah. TV's taught us, that's it. That's right. step right. one. Step right. one is surviving prison. Or like have lots of cig- cigarettes or like, you know. She right. has so much money though. She, she had probably... the cell phone. She obviously had the line, the direct oh. line out. So, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's so. it. Solved. Yeah. Okay. All right. So lightning round is done. Uh, I think we got all the information we need to know about you guys. So now we can okay, answer I have some... a lightning round question. Yeah. Okay, for you, John, and both of you, actually. Okay, have you seen uh, You Can't Kill David Arquette or something? What's yes. it called? Oh, the documentary. Yeah. Okay, because this is the weird association that I make, and tell me if I'm right, that anyone who likes metal likes WWE, right? Those things go together. You know, I find that really <laughs> offensive. <laughs> I'm um, offended. But it's, Was that it, a bad stereotype? I mean, it's kind of accurate. <laughs> accurate. I'm not going to say I didn't grow up watching wrestling because I did. So I'm right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brent, so I don't know. Movie. What... I've had it on my Hulu um, list for so long. I need to watch it. I love David Arquette just like from like never been kissed. He's the most brilliant person in that movie, which is also a great movie <laughs> and also kissed. very wrong in many ways. But um, yeah. That's the movie you pick for David Arquette. That's great. Yeah. No, I, I don't forget friends. Forget <laughs> everything else he's done. Right. That was his pinnacle moment. Oh, man. Brent, did you ever watch wrestling as a kid? Yeah, I grew up. Bret Hart went to the same high school. Canada. Canada so. Went to the same yeah, high yeah, school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I knew yeah. that. Yeah. I did. We talked about yeah. this already. But Canada is like a gold mine for famous people. I mean, they all come down here eventually, but it's like, yeah, you guys really bring them right, you know? I don't think you listened to the last episode there, Jen. I, I was just going to say, I listened to the previous episode and there's a big to-do about this. Oh, 15 minutes ab- covered. Yeah, we talked about how many celebrities have actually come from Canada and we realized it's only 11. But they are, but when they, but they are the pinnacle of celebrities, like Celine Dion. I mean, yeah. come on, Bri- yeah. Brian Adams. I think here's Brian my Adams. Canadian- 
Canadians have the soft rock market cornered. They do. (laughs) What a market to corner. If you're going to get in music, you either have to get into soft rock or country because those fans will love you forever. Whereas anything else, you're only relevant for a year and they then will you are yesterday's you. trash. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, if you want longevity, soft rock is the way to go. But what about Drake? <laughs> okay, right. But he also, this is the crazy part about soft rock is they'll play Drake. They'll play like some of his songs. Oh, like gosh. the, you know, oh, those stations. Interesting. Yeah. He is on a Justin cusp. Bieber? That's kind of fascinating. Yeah, Justin yeah, they'll Bieber. Play, they'll that? play the beats. Oh, yeah, they'll play the beeps. Yeah, he does span a few different, yeah. My two-year-old likes Justin Bieber, and it really bothers me. <laughs> you know what I'm interested in? How was he exposed to it? A two-year-old can't just hear that by themselves. So obviously you or someone played it at some point. Um, no, she knows how to operate the Apple TV. Oh, okay. There's no, no, smart. that's not true. No, I think um, okay. my, my wife played it for her because my, my, my two-year-old really likes to dance. So she was like, I got it. And then she played that yummy song. And it sounds like a baby sings it. So it works. That's the worst one to play. That's oh, t- by far the worst Bieber song. It's, but hands down. It's absolutely terrible. I, I, every single second that it's on, it ruins my life a little bit more. Um, Did you guys hear that he's trying to take over? Which church is he a part of? Like Hillsong? Because that oh, one, like oh, no. their leader got ousted because like he cheated on his wife or something. Because, oh, you know, surprise. all those hot celebrities go to his church. So obviously, <laughs> what did they think was going to happen? So anyway, and, and apparently they were holding like their church meetings like in hotel rooms because it was so exclusive. And I'm like, this was a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Like, secret meetings in hotel rooms with hot celebrities. Like, what did they They just thought he could come out of that unscathed? Like, I don't know. So anyway, he's a mere mortal. Like, we can't hold him to too hard a standard. But I am just a man. <laughs> so then, so now Justin Bieber was like, I'd like to take over this Whoa. church. And I was like, dang. I have so many problems with that. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> so do I. So do I. It's crazy. I'm like... Uh, I don't know. But th- that's the crazy part about getting famous is you all of a sudden think you're right about everything and that you know everything because everyone's told you yes for the last 10 years. It's true. It's true. Whenever I go on vacation with Tina Fey, I don't remember ever being wrong. Brent's Brent yeah, well, famous. famous in Alberta. Yeah, I'm famous in Alberta. Are you? Yeah. Do people yeah. stop you? Uh, I don't leave my house, but when I do, <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> he has issues John, getting coffee. That's hilarious. Yeah. John, have you ever been stopped though? Because it is weird. I have been stopped. It actually happened to me one time on a date. And you want to talk about the coolest power move Ooh, on a date? Yeah. yeah. Like I was on a date and someone came over. This sweet girl was like, I'm I'm so sorry, but like, <laughs> are you Amy Hood? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what have you, you <laughs> been served? <laughs> I was so like, what? what what did i do and then she was like oh my gosh i just love your work and the guy that i was with was just like what yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. like oh, yeah, it's no big thing it's just have you, you know, ever been stopped just... and you were like oh my god are you jen hood <laughs> <laughs> and you're like no was like, oh my god <laughs> no sorry I'm like, the weird thing is i never get recognized but people are always like are you so and so and they always think that i'm someone else like i just look like a lot of people oh, like oh, someone and i'm like so... no but maybe you know my sister they're like no that's so strange. That is really strange. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen people in California. We kind of all look the same. Yeah, I guess that's why you guys moved there, right? We're, yeah. we're prefab California. Right, right. right. <laughs> you, know, we, you ship you someone a box, then it comes with these pieces that that's, you assemble. I mean, that's good. You guys got like two for one. That's a good deal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
one time, one time, uh, it's it's definitely happened to me a lot. I think because I did. Oh God, this is like ten or eleven years ago now. I had like this one like short like mini documentary thing that a film guy did on me, and it, oh, cool. it got like some kind of like viral traction. And then ever since then, like people who like never was in, were into design or whatever would recognize me. So it like actually happens a lot. And I remember one time I was walking down the street in Manhattan and two guys walked past me. They were like, oh my God, that was John Contino. That was John. That was just it. And I was like, oh shit, I heard that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's so funny. Oh I really like it when it happens. I, I never not enjoy it. Oh, it's so fun. It's, yeah. You're just like, what? You, yeah. you care about me? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm always like, you're sure. Like, yeah. huh. Okay. My, my wife's favorite thing is that I'm on a website called famousbirthdays.com. What? That's yeah. hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, and she's just like, she was like, well, of course. I mean, you're on famousbirthdays.com. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's funny because, like, my favorite websites are, like, IMDb. And then second to that True. is called Who's Dated Who. No, and third Ooh. to that is um, the one that tells you celebrities' heights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated by how tall celebrities are. Because I'm like, that guy is, what were you saying? Someone the other day was like, there's no such thing as 5'11. Because if someone's 5'11, they're going to say they're six foot. Yeah. And if they're 5'8, they're going to say they're 5'10 or 5'11. Oh, you know what I mean? But Come like, on. No one just says 5'11. No one, but don't, yeah. don't you I always up? say 5'11. Really? Oh, I love so you're brutally honest. Because, okay, so I, because I won't say six foot because someone will call me out on it and then I have to backtrack and be like, what? It's, 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 you know? I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I, I, I keep it real. But in to talking me. about talking about height um, and Canada simultaneously, my wife and I have been rewatching and California. Look at this. My wife and I have been rewatching Beverly Hills 90210 from the start. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. The OG one. Yes. And Jason Priestley claims that he's like on, on, on the internet, it says he's like 5'8 or something. But then when he's standing next to like any, anyone who's like 5'4, they're the same height. So right. okay, to yeah. claim your to claim your five eight in Hollywood means you're five four. Right? Doesn't he know you have to lie bigger? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brent, how tall are you? Five nine, five ten. Okay. okay. Pick one. Yeah. Five <laughs> but nine. But that's probably. like the that's the, yeah, like I was gonna say all American, but it's all Canadian average. Yeah. But it's also all American. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. but speaking of rewatching '90s TV, I love rewatching '90s TV. Mm-hmm. I've been rewatching Step by Step. Do you no. remember it? No, no, because <laughs> no, because the song will will put me into a, like a suicidal trance. No, that's what I was just gonna say. The song like is my favorite. I'm pretty sure, like, because we were, grew up really sheltered, and I'm pretty sure I learned about rock and roll from Step by Step. <laughs> the the like, heavy metal band that wrote the theme song to Step by Step. <laughs> I'm positive. I was like, what is this? This is amazing. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's like Brian Adams wrote it or something. Like it's it's uh, like just it's, it's a, a little bit raw. Adams I love Brian. I mean, do you guys like the the full house theme song then? I'm assuming. He wrote that too. It's what? the same guy. Really? He's he wrote all of them. He's like a he wrote the soundtrack to our youth. I mean, it sounds exactly the same. So I guess they it sound makes the same. Sense. They are. I get them mixed up. And all the Family time. Matters. He did Family Matters too. Uh, yeah, I mean, he had like a serious deal with ABC. I guess at the time. Yeah. I woke up. This. I woke up to a rerun of uh, Full House once, like playing, and the theme song was on there. I instantly 
like was nauseous like instantly. it never bothered me before but it like woke me up out of a out of a deep sleep and i was like oh jesus christ and i almost something died. happened to you like you tried to like hit on a your crush when you were watching that show when you were seven like something happened to traumatize you because this is like everybody agrees this is just heartwarming television <laughs> it's not for me give me the wish <laughs> Have you guys seen the Netflix rerun or like uh, re reboot? I guess Fuller House. That kind of stuff no, pisses me off. Step I'm by like, step, yeah. by step yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, but cool. I would I would watch step by step if it came back because I was in love with Cody. So I, <laughs> I heard that Cody that. was a domestic abuser, at. though. Is that true? <gasps> no. I see. This is why you can't. This is why I love looking up celebrities, but I also hate it because yeah. I, you never want to know who they really are. I mean, it might like, you know all true. that like you know all that Army Hammer stuff that's coming out. Yes. How he's a cannibal. Yeah. Okay, first of all, do you guys think it's true? Um, better question, are you interested? <laughs> like the crazy part to me is I'm like, I'm like, this is the craziest rumor, but I saw somebody on TikTok was like, if you think that all actors aren't like this, you don't know actors. And I was like, that's crazy. He's like, Tom Hanks, all of them. Hollywood He's like, this is, is just filled with cannibals. Yeah. Just full of like weirdos like yeah. that have never been told no and think they're God. I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I, it, why not? Why not? I mean, I, 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 Tina Fey was gnawing on my elbow at the pool that one time. I thought it was cool. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God. Brent, should we do the hot minute with questions? Yeah, do you want to? I, I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. Okay, let's, uh... Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let's do this one Power first. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Which ghost is the best? Wait, I think people actually hate that, so I'm going to do it more. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Which coast is the best? Oh, man. I, mean, I think if you can get on a – first of all, I just love it. either coast. We grew up in upstate New York, which mm -hmm. I know most people say doesn't count, but right. I think it counts. It counted for me. And um, But I, I do love California because, like, you can be – like. If we go outside, it's probably yeah. like 65 degrees, but mm -hmm. we can see the mountains behind our house and they're mm -hmm. covered in snow. Yeah. Like, I, you know, cool. I would, I, if you, if you caught me on any other day, I would just tell you to shut up and mute your mics and just be like, East Coast. But like, I, we just got dumped like four feet of snow and it's like six degrees outside and I hate my life. So yeah. I'm not going to argue rough. it today. <laughs> yeah, we heard about that. You guys are like, it, somebody said it was like dire life threatening, like two day. Yeah. Snowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I, I hit the I hit the uh, the supermarket before with my PPE gear and all that shit. And I, I got my <laughs> right. bread and my milk and we're good to go. Dang. Yeah. Dude, but Brett, we have a friend who lives in Saskatoon and he sends us videos because they, they come up here and like do their va vacations here. And his yeah. name's Steven Hardbreast. And that him and his wife, they send us these videos of like, he's like, if you go outside for four seconds right now, you'll get frostbite. But they never complain. But you hear our newscasters, they're like, <laughs> two days, no storm. It's dire. Everyone could die. And then Canadians are just like, yeah, it's about negative 40. Forget yeah, we about season. Well, forget about like, like New York snow complaining. Like, I, you know, mutual friend, Neri Rivas, and, and you know, <gasps> of, of all of us, I talk to him and he's just like, he's like, dude, he's like, it's like 58 degrees outside. This is miserable. <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I know we have the heat on. <laughs> We're insane. <Gosh>. Yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. But Brent, which coast are you on or are you in the middle? Where are you at? Alberta. So yeah, like kind of right next to BC, I guess. Okay. He's uh, right above exactly Montana. Like where is, I'm not gonna where is BC? So, <laughs> and so neither coast really. Uh, I'm <laughs> okay. kind of just in the middle of Canada, but uh, you're like the breadbasket. Okay. <laughs> kind of west, I guess, but we're we're nowhere near. 
Some might call it the best part of Canada. Most won't. (laughs) (laughs) Most say nah. And that's from your experience knowing one Canadian. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I've done, we've we've talked about this on the show before. I've done um, Google Maps of his, his, of his neighborhood. I'm oh, right. that's hilarious. I'm right. <laughs> that's so funny. Here's the thing that I always hear from Canadians when they're trying to sell you on Canada. They're like, but have you been to Banff? That's like, oh, the see, go-to. I hate that because it's just like it's the go-to. only attraction site or whatever. I've never, it's like a tourist mountain. It's resort like the most gorgeous, yeah. like mountain scene you've ever seen. It'd like, be like going to Yosemite or something, but or their like version. Reykjavik, Iceland. Like that, it's their Reykjavik. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I, I don't give a shit about mountains at all. Like when people are like, oh, the mountains. I'm like, I don't care. Don't so care. when your Yo, friends used to ask you, like, hey, should we go on a hike? Like you're like, nah. <laughs> no one ever asked <laughs> me to go on a hike in my life. You. <laughs> the idea of thinking of like New Yorkers hiking cracks me up. Like, they do it every here. day. It's just to get to work and shit. You know, like. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's keep it rolling, Brent. Okay. Um, what are some of the challenges or advantages of working together as siblings? Oh, see, now this is a good question because how do you guys not kill each other? Right. But here's what I think. I think. Okay, because John, you worked, would you, actually, have you always have business partners? No. No, on okay. and off, on and off, here and there. But I, I would say, and tell me if you agree with this, like me and Jen always talk about like how, like all the, the greatest things seem to have like partners involved. Like when you think about the SNL writers, they mm-hmm. write with comedy partners. And there's so, so much value in having someone to bounce ideas off of and to right. just say like, oh, no, I don't see that. And that doesn't read well at all. So it's like you got to find your built in like sibling or business partner or whatever. Even if you're like a freelancer, you got to find someone that you can text yeah. something to and they can give you some advice because I don't know. Yeah, my my old studio and uh, my the clothing company we used to run, uh, my partner, Matt, he and I were like brothers because we spent so much time together. So it was just like like he I saw him all day, every day. And then I would see like my wife sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my wife breaks my chops all the time because she's like, "Who are you texting?" She's like, "Wait, Brent." And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, Ugh, "You too." And then I'm like, "I'm not even um, his friend." And she's like, "Yeah, you're best friends." And then Brent tells me that we're best friends, and I tell him, "No, definitely not." <laughs> but that's a New Yorker's way of saying I love you, right? <laughs> that is a New York <laughs> I love you. It's like Absolutely. the more mean you are to someone, the more close you are. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. That's I, I better I better pull back on the meanness then. <laughs> The way that John, it's schoolyard rules for sure. The way that John invited no. me over to his house was telling me that his wife asked if I was going to come over, and he said no. <laughs> There's no like, hey, you want to come over? It's, it's kind of like, like yeah. when you're kids and you're like, my mom said you could come over for dinner if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brent came all the way to New York from wherever the fuck he lives, and uh, um, I couldn't meet up with him because we had to go pick out a countertop for the kitchen. Oh my gosh, that's a, you picked Ikea over Brent. No, not Ikea. Come, come you on so now. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got, Brent? Um, how to stand out when it feels like the industry is too saturated. Mm. Mm. Okay, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about this. Okay, so we just did a project for a dentist. Now, that sounds like the oh. most boring. I, that sounds like the most boring thing ever, right? But I, it's like the, you can stand out so much better if you if you turn something that seems boring to everybody into an exciting project. So it's like I find that much more exciting than like, oh, another super cool restaurant mm-hmm. that is like 
it's so hard to top that because there's so many cool <laughs> restaurants. Yeah. So that it's like, pick something like, where the bar is so low. That makes you sound like <laughs> such an asshole, though. You're just like, oh, another super cool restaurant. <laughs> No, it's true though. Like it's it's actually so hard to do something yeah. new in the restaurant space because like the the people are doing insane things and people have insane amounts of money and most mm-hmm. of my clients don't have that. So it's like when I when I like talk to our students or or anything like that, I'm like pick something that seems really boring that where if somebody's like you made that cool, yeah, it actually like helps you stand out and people are more likely to share it, you know, or yep. more likely to just stop and take notice. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. I agree. I agree. Well, someone wrote back because we just shared it on our newsletter and they were like, yes, this is a great example of branding, not blanding, which I thought was really funny. (laughs) But because I mean, so much of, I mean, pun aside, the, it's true that so much of branding right now is, it's just like a very, all the same. And it's hard to tell the difference between anything, which I guess in some ways makes it very like evergreen. And I get the idea behind it, but at the same time, it's just never going to be what we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no one will be like, you know what? I need a minimal corporate logo. Let's go to Hutzpah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I always, like I always wonder why like we don't get minimal corporate logos. And then I feel like, I feel like the answer is right in front of me. <laughs> You like go to your website. By the way, your website is so good. I love how when you hover over it, the animations and the videos play and stuff. I appreciate um, that. That means a lot coming from you guys. Thank you. Thank you. But I think you can do like as far as like restraint, because I've been trying to do practices and restraints like Mm -hmm. the Bucks stuff like a perfect example oh yeah, yeah you guys we actually it. we actually have a lot of restrained stuff that is gonna be case studies soon but um i've been trying to go more towards that to like show people the flexibility totally. that we can do you know so like when the buck stuff came i was just like let's go in the opposite direction let's no hand run let's just go big and bold and and kind of like loud and clean you know just yeah. to just, like just to because it was it, especially like i don't know 2009 2010 when everyone was trying to make me draw anchors and shit it was just, yeah. like, I was like, I'm never going to have a job again after this if this is all I'm drawing. And it, it, no, I totally. spent like years just being like, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Yeah. And it, uh, it, you know, it, you have to, it's so funny. You work so hard to get to a point and then you work so hard to get away from that point. It's true. That's so you know. funny because I remember, because of course, like we grew up loving your work and stuff too. But um, like pe- for a while there, people were calling us, oh, those hand-drawn girls. And oh. I was like, full yeah, body shiver. Right. Like, please don't call me that. Because the connotation, it's almost like saying you have a course, which we do have a course. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's certain words where I'm like, there has to be another word for this because it's been co-opted and the meaning is now means like, calligraphy instead of yeah. or something you know what i mean or like you said like everything has to be a hand-drawn anchor and they right. don't realize that there can be you know uh, you know shades of gray yeah i also really hated the term letterer that people right. would use because i'd be like yo i don't work in comics you know like that's <laughs> right. that right. that's a job already and it's not what i do yeah you know the bummer for me is like i've started using a lot of words wrong because i want seo to help people find us for what they think it's it's called but it's not called that but i'm like (laughs) but i know that this is what they're searching for you know what i mean fuck the internet forever it's just yeah it's it's awful um let's see what What do you look for when it comes to interns contracting work (laughs) (laughs) what i look for in interns is excitability (laughs) <laughs> I'm not excited about this. <laughs> um, what do we look for? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely just yeah, someone that you uh, 
kind of have a good rapport with, like you can tell like you would be able to work easily with them. Mm -hmm. And I think number one, making sure that they don't have a sense of entitlement because so many (laughs) young designers are like, oh, I don't want to do that when you try and give them work. And you're like, I'm sorry, I thought you told me like a week ago that you wanted to do something and you would do anything to do any project with us. And now I'm like handing you one and you're saying that's not what you want. (laughs) Like neither do I, but I'm still taking it to make money. So, you know, if I can do that, maybe you can too. And it's just like, that's how life works. You don't always do what you want. Like sometimes you do things to pay the bills or because you know that that'll be good for something else down the road. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really funny when people assume that every job is the fun job. You know, they're always like, how do I do the fun stuff? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, just be real with yourself that probably 20% of it will be fun. And then it's okay if the other stuff isn't, but it pays for the fun stuff. And that's mm-hmm. what we've found is there's a lot of stuff that we do um, that even that we don't show on our website, you know, but it pays well. And then it funds the stuff that we do really enjoy showing. And the people are cool. It's like, it's like, you know, a crazy style may not work for everybody, but if your client is super cool and they're paying you well and it does something awesome for them and they can make a living off of it. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I try not to compliment Brent. Um, so I'll try not to, but when he, when he first started with me, he literally, he literally was like, I will do anything. So I gave him a spreadsheet to do. And he <laughs> That's did amazing. It. Yep. And he yeah, did but it. Yeah, but Brent, you did it. Yeah, he did yeah. it. Yep. I still do those kinds of things. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're, and I do those kinds of things. I think that's the funniest part is they think that we're not also doing this right. like right. you know, like John Clinton would the, never do a spreadsheet. Right. Oh man, I wish I wish people said that. <laughs> well, that is the perception is that you guys are just working on I guess like the projects that you guys put out, right? Like everyone right. just thinks that's what you do all day. Right. Right. That'd be we're horrible. practicing a little thing called positioning and branding where yeah. it's like we show what we want to get, you know? So right. it's, and that's kind of what we tell them. We're just like, Hey, if you can help me out and do all these little things, like eventually, yeah, you will be able to work on the fun stuff. I'm just looking for someone who's just like ready to jump in, get their hands dirty. And they don't really care what they're working on. They just want to be helpful. That's usually what I'm looking for yeah. when it comes to interns. And then for contractors, it's usually more like that their um, skill has to be like, you know, specific to what I have to match for the style of the client, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But I will always try out a contractor on something that I don't have a lot of risk and even reward in, something like that doesn't really matter first. So it's like if they aren't cool about like the little thing, then I probably won't use them again on the big thing that I need later. Right, 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 right. Because, yeah, I mean, trustworthiness is so important because it's like for for me, like if for so long and I've only started doing this recently is is letting go a little bit, because if someone fucked me, I would just be like, I need to know that I can do this like on a Sunday night because they dropped the ball and they didn't do it. So now I have to do it. So like I tried not to take stuff that I knew I couldn't do, but like, you know, over time you meet people, you, you get a good relationship with people. You see what they're capable of. You see if they actually care enough to actually put the work in. And then you're like, okay, now I can, I can give this to you. And I know that you'll get it done when I ask you to get it done. Totally. That's like, that's what you spend like five years of your business doing. Just trying to find anyone that you can trust and then holding on for dear life once you find them, you know, it's like, I feel like that's part of growing your business is just like finding people you can trust to help you finish a project. Well, and it's the same on the client side. So it's like, if you can be that to any client, someone they genuinely enjoy working with and just like deliver stuff on time, it doesn't even have to be the best. If you deliver on time and they like you, you will always be busy. And I think that's the crazy thing that a lot of... Um, freelancers or self-employed people don't even get is you don't have to be the best. Don't even worry about that. Right. <laughs> like, you know, that'll give you ulcers. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, that'll give you ulcers, you know, I, just like do the best you can and then just deliver it on time. I always say that like, I am not the best designer, but I feel like I'm the best at 
talking to clients and just communicating and all that stuff. I just like, right. I, I have no problem. I will talk about whatever, wherever, walk them through whatever they need. I feel so good about that. And then doing the work is just doing the work, you know, but like, it's so much about relating to the client and, and making that relationship and like the, 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 the types of situations you get in with them and how you can just like hang with them when you're not yeah. in crazy mode. Can you be cool on the side too? You know? Yeah. And it's like, of course, there's always those awkward moments where you have to, like, they're trying to get out of scope or whatever. But it's like, when you finally learn how to speak with them just as a human, like, oh, that's no big deal. Like, yeah, we can extend the scope. And, and just like talking it out normally instead of being like, um, you're going over scope and that's not cool. And you're not respecting, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, cool, we'll just add on an extra budget for that. Like, treating it casually instead right. of like, you know, constantly like, like the end of the oh. world, you know? Like, right. Um, there's just a way to just deal with people and just give them the benefit of the doubt without letting them walk all over you. Totally. Because there's also a huge part of, of the learning curve that's just learning to set boundaries with mm -hmm. your clients mm -hmm. to make them into ideal clients. Because it's like they'll only go so far as you allow them. So it's like, you know, if they become the client that's texting you all their changes in the middle of the night, you know, that's a boundary that you forgot yeah. to set up at the beginning. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like usually there's a, a hole in your process somewhere if, if people are kind of taking advantage that far. Right. And, and I have, I have another question later on towards the end, which is kind of like a, a longer form type of thing, but that's what I've appreciated from you guys over the past few years of, of like really following you and knowing what you guys do and everything is that you actually have like, um, a human personality, which I think is good, <laughs> which I think lacks, We're not robots. yeah, like in, in our industry, it's a, we have a severe lack of, um, personality which is ironic because this is where you would expect to be the most personality where you're like making exciting shit. But like we right. have like our robot people that do robot things over and over again. And then the robot people who follow them and appreciate their robot way of life. And it's just, That's it's, hilarious. it's just so frustrating because it's just like, just be a person, talk to right. somebody the way you would at, at a deli or at a, fucking block party or something. I, I don't know totally. if they have those. But that's probably point. one of the things that blew my mind early on. When we first started, I had this idea that like, we have to hide the fact that we're only two people working out of our bedroom. Right, right, right. <laughs> but well, we didn't share a bedroom. I want right. to be clear. That when we bunk were, beds. Do you guys have bunk 24, beds? We didn't sell yeah. our bunk beds. We're sharing a laptop <laughs> just in the middle. <laughs> no, wait, hold like, on. Wait, we had this hold on. You're sharing a laptop right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just <laughs> right now. Well, anyway, let me revise. We were in our apartment trying to pretend like we had a studio. Like we moved all of our desks to this one side of our house, like yeah. and we took over the living room and just like made it look like a studio, but we're just working out of an apartment. And I remember we just used to think we had to put up the facade that we were this big agency and we were like, yeah. we're gonna hire 10 people and you know, we have to do all this. And then we realized like that defeats the whole purpose of the glory of working for yourself is having to keep hours and like, you know, have an office that you have to go unlock at seven in the morning. No thanks. So we just realized you can make it work for yourself. And and clients don't actually like care that much as long as you're a real human that they can relate to. You do right. quality work. And you are professional to a certain extent. Yeah. But it, I think it's funny. We've never, ever had a phone number on our website. And people have never cared. It's like, it's interesting how it doesn't always have to be what you exactly think it does to yeah. do well as, a, you know, an entrepreneur or a small business. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I We have a phone number and it gets used sometimes more than I would expect. And that's the I'm only- I'm shocked to put your phone number up there. It's not my phone number. 
it's not a personal number. We I don't a, want to text it and just send some weird stuff. You it's know? a totally. It's so funny too because a lot of people assume it's a it's my cell phone number, and I'm like, no, I'm not giving you my fucking cell phone number. <laughs> But I love that because like you're you're testing who has the guts to call it. It's mm-hmm. like everybody wants to help me. All right, who's gonna do it? Yeah, give me a call. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're yeah. right. No one probably uses it. That's crazy. And the, when people do use it, I'm like, oh shit, you must be business. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about it's like, it. Okay, clearly this person is over sixty, probably in a C-suite. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I should share this. I'll share brief details. I got a phone call from someone over sixty. Um, from the South who was looking, I mean, it, it was a good idea. He said he was an inventor. He had an invention. It's, 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 it's a pretty good idea for what it is. Um, and then he was he basically looking to see if I could dig up $1.5 million for him. And I was oh. like, wouldn't have got this with an email. <laughs> Wow. I love that he thought that you were like the money man. Like you could friends that have millions. He was like, I've seen you online. You look like you're a type of guy that can get things done. And I was like, I appreciate that. (laughs) I know you have money. (laughs) Don't lie to me. I know you have money. I know you vacation with TFA. Yeah, you've said too much, John. It's true. It's true. I gave it away. You don't have an idea. You get your custom cabinets. Your Italian marble. Mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. we know that. All accurate. All accurate. So funny. I love that. All right. Um, Imposter syndrome and creative burnout. Yes. Yes, and yes. (laughs) The funny thing to me is, like, I go through phases of thinking, like, I am so good at this. Like, Mm -hmm. I am. I am like best like i might be the best right and then like that'll have that'll be for like six months and then for two months everything that i do is just trash and like i you know and i'm like have i is this it like because i'm constantly worried that i'm going to like run out of ideas or like or age out or just not understand like what people want anymore right which is such a dumb worry but um but it's part of the reason i got on tiktok uh, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> to stay relevant, yeah, just to make sure I knew what people were talking about. Uh, I've tried yeah, to use. I've tried to use that app. I don't know what's happening. Dude, at first you have to start liking things, but be careful what you like because then the algorithm just—it's wild. And I know oh, you guys God. have a thing with algorithms. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I got a problem with that. But it is just like video, right? But, it, but it's so funny. It's not about connecting with people you know. It's about finding utter hilarity in the wild happenings of complete strangers. Yeah. So, <laughs> tell me what. Tell me what's funny about TikTok because I don't. I don't. I don't see what's funny. About if you get the right videos. <laughs> if you get the right videos, it's funny. It's just weird people like doing the weirdest shit. Like I, I get a lot of people who are just like they don't try at all. I think that's what's so random. You yeah. remember Instagram was all about trying really yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. TikTok's all about like not trying at all, but trying really hard not to try at all. So it's like they're really dressed out. I'll say and then they like just do weird shit and I don't know it's just strange it's like watching America's Funniest Home Videos or something it's it's not like it's not like those weird like Instagram comedians where they you you know what I'm talking about like they're the same type of comedian where it's just like it's like a skit that they do with themselves over and over again is that no it is well it is is. is. if you like that TikTok's not for you okay okay so I made the right choice but this guy is called Nanny Ma, and he's like oh, he's this hilarious. giant guy from the south, and he puts on these wigs and pretends to be Nanny Ma or his Annie, whoever. And because we're from Kentucky a little bit, it's so hilarious, <laughs> and it's so just like low budget produced. But I just love that about it. It's like okay. to be honest, 
some of it is funnier. It's like SNL style skits of like just like why daily life is kind of funny. You right. know, it's like but um and, but then there's also just like the random like thirst traps from like like Ugh. weird like jocks like there's just some like weird stuff on there for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that's all the internet is at this point, I think. I think I I liked a picture of like a logo or something. And then all of a sudden my Instagram feed was inundated with just like various styles of thirst traps in reels (laughs) and stories and, and carousel posts and all these different things. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Instagram rules. Oh, I know. It is weird, like, because the only people who are using those Instagram reels are the people who are doing the thirst traps, which is like, fine, that's great for you. But it's like, it's that's the only thing that they're able to serve us. So it's like the algorithm doesn't know what to do. So it's like, ah, I guess you get the dancing teenagers. Here you go. And they all have the (laughs) TikTok logo over too. Yeah. Yeah. What we've got right now as soon as people start making more stuff we can tailor this better but for now this is what you get i think it's just like instagram isn't made for that like it's okay you can't be good at everything it's okay right. you know no yeah i know it is kind of a bummer it is a bummer it when apps like try to just like be everything that's yeah. what i worry about too is like i i we're always trying to like remember like what we're good at like why we started this because it's like everyone's like you should do this or you should do this and you should do this and it's easy yeah. to be like should we <sighs> I mean, we do that all the time, and uh, like Brent, Brent and I are always just like, "Hey, we should do this," but then we do it, and then we're just like, "Hey, that was a lot of fun. We should do it more." And it's kind of nice, to, but the 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 thing is, is we've realized well, me more than Brent, because Brent wants to do everything all the time, and I always have to reel him in. But like, <laughs> you have to like pick one thing and then just try to get good at it. Yeah, you know. It and then true, if you yeah, can get good at it, power. great. And then if you if you know good at it, forget that. That never happens. No, totally. Sure. That's so true. Brent, are you one of those people who only needs like four hours of sleep? No, I get I get like eight to nine, I think. Okay. Well, you're um, highly productive, but that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's a piece yeah, of yeah. shit. I'm, I'm guys, I, I have I'm I haven't slept in three months. I'm good. I don't need, I don't even need it. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Is this like just this like all the time? That's ready to crazy. Go. Oh, I yeah. used to be like that. Like I used to just like go to bed at two, wake up at seven, and just like rage but now <laughs> and by that i mean work at the coffee sh- shop yeah. and go to community college <laughs> um <laughs> but nowadays man it's so funny because like we have more time than ever and i'm more tired than ever like physically and mentally yeah. like i don't know how people are investing in listening to new music the last 12 months i yeah. can't do it i don't yeah. have i don't have the energy it, it's it's so funny like the entirety of 2020 i was so exhausted i thought i had finally hit the point where i was old but then right. I don't know I don't know if it's just kind of like the shift in political climate or the the vaccine or like a little bit of ray of hope kind of coming in totally re-energized me. And I'm just like I was up until like three o'clock in the morning last night and I was up at like seven this morning and I wow. I exercised, I did two phone calls, I took the kids to play awesome. in the snow for an hour and now we're doing this. And I'm like, I'm fucking ready. Like I'm I'm good to yeah, go. So. No, it- that is hope. That is 100 percent hope, yeah. and I. That is so cool. I it love that. It feels good. Feels good for me though. No, if I do two news. calls in a day, that's bad news. <laughs> bad yeah, that's news. Uh, that's like when an old person's like on, you know, the, the last uh, legs towards the end. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, I'm feeling great. Right, <laughs> right there's a second wind right oh before gosh. you go down. Yeah. yeah, John's going down. We're not going to make it to episode 50 because we're going to die soon. Knock <laughs> <laughs> on wood, Brent. Keep asking questions. Come on, look at this fucking guy, man. Like, yeah. I was about to say, Next take one. a drink of coffee. No. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, 
We'd love to hear the different ways you each run your studios. Now you can drink your coffee. Ooh. Oh yeah, tell I want to compare notes because I am very curious. Yes. Ooh. Um <laughs> and oh what's your Mr. Burns hands yes, right? My, I'm doing Mr. Burns Excellent. fingers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um but I, I have okay, so speaking of courses, because you mm. have a course too. I do. And what is yours about? Well, I have uh well here's the funny thing. So I have a I have a hand hand lettering course, which is like literally like from the history of typography to custom lettering so it's it's really deep and i also have a um how to start and run a creative business course which you guys have which i haven't released yet because i haven't had time to actually film it so i've only done it in person so far and and then you guys came out with yours and i was like fuck i can't do this now You can. There's room for but everybody. I, I know how you feel. Like someone just released a pricing guide the other day, and yeah. I had already been planning to release like kind of like anonymous like uh, pricing scope and examples, oh, you yeah. know, just as like uh, a resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit, it feels like I copied them, you know. I, Even yeah, though it's no. like you can't really think that way because it's like it's a whole industry. If everyone was like, oh, someone already made shoes, I can't make shoes. It's like <laughs> we can't really, you know. <laughs> I got my one pair <laughs> of shoes. I'm good. We only get one brand of everything. That's another thing that I think young uh, creatives who are starting a business think. It's like, oh, someone already has a, you know, a studio that focuses on that, that, and that. It's like, yeah, there's always someone else doing what you're doing. But it's like, you're going to bring your own spin to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I don't think it's so much about making something new. It's about combining the existing assets into a new combination. You know what I mean? Well, how much are you guys charging for your course? Okay, ours is like four fifty, or you can do payment plans. Um, mm. Mine is uh, so- four forty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good Sorry, call. guys. <laughs> Step one: to take a hike. Content of business course. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, oh, but okay. So you were gonna. Well, yeah, I just I it's interesting because it's like we're telling people from our perspective of what worked for us and like our unique life right. perspective and all right. that kind of thing. So there is definitely a value there. And I think it's all the things that we wish we knew. And we didn't really know how to hack into that information because we didn't go to college because we just didn't have like the, right. the money for it. So it's like I think these things are super valuable, even though course is the grossest word known to man. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> But as far as like running a studio, I always wonder how other people are doing it and like how I what I'm probably still missing out on in my process. Oh, you know? yeah, that's a, that's 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 the million dollar question, too, because it's like right. I've been doing this for so long and I'm the same thing. Like I, I went to college, but I didn't like I freelance. I was already a freelancer by the time I went to college. So all my teachers were like, just do your freelance shit and you'll get a degree at the end. Like it was <laughs> wasn't like oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Like it wasn't it was, just, you know, it was a it wasn't an art school. It was local. It was in Long Island. Um and it, it like the the size of the art department was like the size of this studio, so like all the teachers and every you know there was like thirty kids in the whole art. It was like small, so I just did my thing and I took I took a bunch of figure drawing classes and shit like that. So by the time I left, I had a portfolio, but it wasn't from school. It was just my clients, you know, and everything else I just kind of taught myself. So like when I when I work with people who come from agency backgrounds and stuff like that, and they know how to like develop business relationships and all that like I've done it just from literally just being like like a like a like a charming Sicilian you know like hey you know like pulling <laughs> oh my, my pulling my New York moves Sicilian. 
Yeah. So I understand the charm. She's an amazing woman. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, but that's so true. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like same with us. We just um, we just like to talk to people. So we end right. up meeting people. And it's like, if you're interested in other people, it's amazing what they tell you about themselves. And right. then it, they say they have a company idea. And then you say, oh, I actually know how to do logos and branding. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of that is just um, stuff that it's not necessarily like something that you can teach. Although it yeah. is like soft skills is a whole section in our you know, like in our class and in our book and it's and weird stuff. to put it into terms as simple as this, but it's like notice things that your client likes and then bring those things up to them again to show you're interested. <laughs> right. Like it's so weird to like put it into words. Right. It almost sounds like you're being manipulative. It's like, you know, figure <laughs> out what they love and then use it to connect. No. <laughs> you know, it's like sounds so like predatory, but it's not. It's like just connect with them on things they care about. But and then that is. builds like a trust and a rapport. No, and, it's, you know, it's okay to be manipulative. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay really because that's the yeah. whole like i mean it, you hate to say it but what you're doing is sales you're yeah. doing sales right so yeah. you have to be somewhat manipulative and it's not in the end it's for their benefit you know but yeah. you have to be able to to connect with them somehow that they're going to respond to right that they're going to trust the 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 solution you're trying yeah, to present the process. To them. right well that's probably the biggest thing we learned early on about running our studio is that it's not about pleasing the client 100%. Yes, you want them to be happy at the end, but if you run your whole process based on making them happy um, no matter what and doing yeah. whatever they want, then you're just constantly reacting and you're not guiding the process in a way that'll actually lead to a good outcome. Right. So we had all these projects go off the rails the first two years because we were constantly like, well, do you like this? I can do whatever you want. Just tell me what you want. Yeah. They don't know. That's why they're coming to you. Right. So it's like, you have to be more like a doctor where it's like, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. <laughs> this is what we're going to do here. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. Right. And then you'll end up with this, this, and this. And you know that's going to be great because it'll you know achieve all these results, which is what you wanted. Um, you know, and you're kind of like leading them through in a way that helps them be like, oh, okay, I don't need to helicopter parent this person. Like yeah. they're going to, they know what to do, you know? Yeah. It, it, and every client is different. You know, the relationship, some, some people you can joke around with more, others you can't. Right. I have one client um, who I literally berate because that's just how he is. And my wife is always just like, you can't talk to him like that. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, like, but like, that's, that's how we like, he'll, I'll tell him something. And he's just so, you know, like he gets so stubborn about an idea and I'm like, no, don't, it's going to look like fucking shit. Don't do that. I'm telling I'm right. out of here. If you do, I'm at it, you know, like I'll threaten him yeah. and he'll be like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And it's cool, you know, cause like it all yeah. works out in the end, but like everyone has their own process and what they, what they respond to best. And you know, like, Obviously, like I'm not yelling at him, like he gets it, but like it's right. it's it's one of those things where it's like every like if I were to just kind of like you know tap dance around whatever he's saying, we would never get anything done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, that's so it. Yeah. It, 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 but I do feel bad for like s certain. I don't know. It's like it's hard to teach that stuff sometimes, and like all of that is like the intangible stuff that actually gets you the farthest. And that's mm -hmm. like we're we're writing our second book right now, and we're trying to like winnow all those weird soft skill things down yeah. into like words and like trying to like you know it's like weird conceptual stuff it's yeah. hard to pin down yeah it is yeah it is it is for sure um we brent why don't we do why don't we do that last question and then i want to yep. get into like one more after that so that we can have a little bit of a discussion about it all right where will hood spot be in five years oh um still around hopefully with more That's type faces <laughs> 
And oh, here's my main goal. And uh, another shout out to Neri. But like we've been getting to do more um, like movie style logos or like yeah. title treatments. And it's been so fun. And, you know, and I remember when they they t- I kind of like figured out that you were also working on them. And I was yeah. like, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like You can't just say that you're presenting options from us and John. Like what? <laughs> that's not fair. That's so funny, Unfair. too, because like I, when, Kwame Brown going up against LeBron. But like when I when I heard that you guys were working on it, too, I was just like, fuck. I was like, because I am so, I am very raw and, uh, you know, and, and like aggressive with everything that I do, that even the stuff that's, that's like softer still comes across kind of aggressively. And I'm like, it's not going to fucking work. Like, like, the, <laughs> like the godmother thing that you guys did. Right. Right. Who, oh who, do, you th- who do you think's getting that one across? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But it is funny, oh. but one of my goals for in five years for Hudsbuzz is to have at least one title treatment, like go through. And I can tell that it was like part of our idea that uh. was used. Because I know it's more of like the way that they design is more of like, it's just like their animation department where it's like many yeah. people come with ideas and they blend a lot of different ideas. So yeah. it's like, who knows, maybe like two of your ideas and one of ours and like three of somebody else's end up being the final. Well, like the, the Greatest Showman is the perfect example, right? Like I thought I did really cool stuff. You guys did really cool stuff. But in the end, it was like, I don't know if it was like a producer or somebody like that who was just like, I, I threw this together. It's fine. And that's what they yeah, went with. Yeah. You know, right. I know. And right. like the tracking kills me. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> there's like this giant gap between two letters. I forget which two. But <laughs> anyway, so you know what the crazy thing is everyone's like, I love the logo you did for Greatest Showman. Every time I see it, I'm like, I know them. And I'm like, it didn't make it. Yeah. But at the same time, people, they can't separate the two when they see the case study. And I'm not going to, you know, work Who too hard to remind them that we did. You know, that's that's what's <laughs> tough, too, because because you guys you guys will do this. And I I, I don't do it. And I'm not criticizing but you guys will because you did the work and the work looks great but like I always I try to avoid that conversation of just being like oh you did this it's so cool and be like yeah yeah kind of did like I did it well at the beginning where we always say very clearly unchosen concepts but people don't read (laughs) they don't read that much yeah 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 I tried on saying export Explorations. That's why it doesn't, it's not like the logo. It's like these were explorations, you know, but it's tough. Does it bother you? Like to me, that still bothers because I am, I am extremely competitive with other people as I am with myself. So like if I, if I were to do that, I would just be like, you fucking loser. You didn't win that. (laughs) Not saying that you guys are, but like, that's what I would say to myself. You know what I mean? Well, I think to us, it's like we, we work so, so hard on it. We yeah. don't want to d- admit the I, I defeat know. and not be able to show it. To us, it's the ego of not being able to show. But look at the cool stuff we made. Like, I look know. how cool this is. You're not wrong. Like, that's why I'll show that shit on, like, Instagram or something. But not mm. as, like, a final case study. Because in oh, my yeah. head, I'm just, oh, yeah. like, a final case study needs to be, like, and and I, I deal, I, I toy with this back and forth about, like, like, some shit sometimes that we'll design the whole thing and it exists for like a month, but then it falls like I, yeah. not because that of us. That kills just, me. You know? Yeah. That and kills it, me. Those are actually harder for me because those to me feel, yeah, I feel like I failed in a way yeah. where I'm like, what, which obviously the branding is such a, it's like one piece of the puzzle, right. but, um, but it, it's hard when, yeah, it's already seen as like a failure or like it closed. Like to me, those are harder to post about for sure. There, there was one, we did a, we did one, like brewery and we did the whole thing the interior the the branding the blah 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 whatever i would get an email i was getting emails and shit oh my god i love this place it's so cool blah 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 
And then the owners just like had some internal whoever, junior, somebody or other, just rebrands the entire thing for no reason. And basically- So soon after? Yeah. And then just like basically taking all the stuff I did and then just like vectorizing it and just like making things look really bad, you know? And then just kind of just redid the whole thing. And then that's what it was for like years. And I was just so mad at them, you know? Yeah. That's so rough. Oh my gosh. Do you ever, this is how vain I am. Do you ever worry that you, like they paid you too much for the part that you did? No. And so, okay, for some reason, and I don't know if it's because I just grew up like with like more blue collar family or whatever, but I have this like, I have this forever guilt of like, I just, I'm like, but do they need more money to put into like marketing or like ads or I don't know. I just get so worried that like, mm. How many times have you been walked all over by a client? Oh, luckily not that many because I have Jen to be like, it's too low. It's too low. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, I'm the brand. I'm the one who's always like, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. Like we have to take it on. And Jen's like, no, we don't have, we don't have the time. It's not in the industries that we're trying to specialize in. It's not for, you know, they already have the logo and brand in place. It's just doing tertiary stuff. Like Jen's the, she's the voice of wisdom. Yeah, that's you need that because I, I yeah. there's been so many times where it's just like especially I started really really young and there were times where I you know I would win somebody over it's like 15 or 16 doing this for like 2 years or something and someone would be like you have like I'll never I'll never ever forget and I feel like I've mentioned it before but there was I did work for somebody and then he recommended me to like a local Harley Davidson retailer and they needed like some ads some bullshit stuff that I could have easily done even at 16 and I walk in there and the guy's like, you? He's like, aren't you kind of young to be doing this? And I was like, I guarantee I'll do a better job than whoever else. And he just right. wasn't having it. He's like, sorry. He's like, I'm not working with a kid. And even though I was recommended and all that shit. So like for me, that like I remember all these things. I remember how much time yeah. I put into it, how, how much effort I put into trying to do the best for someone. And then if they don't go with me, seeing what they do choose because of like these like preconceived notions and then it's trash. And it's just like, see, that's what you get, you know? So yeah, I'm always yeah. just like, you, you're worth everything that someone pays for you. Right. All the time, and if how, not more. And how rewarding, and this is so mean, girls, but how rewarding is it when you see what they actually release and you're like, ha, okay. So I that's, mean, <laughs> and then you're kind of relieved that you didn't get it because you're like, so that's what you wanted? That's not, I, I never would have went there. I, I just, I want to be able to go to them and smack them in the back of the head. Just feel like, <laughs> psh, like you you dumbass. Like a Sicilian mother. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's, yeah, that's where I get it from. <laughs> um, okay, so one thing I wanted to bring up, and this is, this is, this is, this is why I like you guys. Um, so we had never met in person up until we did the Dribble New York uh, event. Right. And it was, um, I forget everyone who spoke, and they had like workshops and shit like that, but like Daniel Evans did something, and then you guys went, and then it was me, and then David Carson at the end, which was a trip. Yes. Um, he's hilarious. He's crazy. Um, but I, you know, like it was really cool to be able to do that with someone like him. You know. Yeah, very um, cool. And I watched you guys for so uh, again. I'm a very competitive person, um, and Brent knows this. We talk shit about everybody all the time. So <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to get up, and I was I was just like, I, I don't. Like, All right, let's see what you got. And you guys were really really good. Um, oh, I remember getting off stage and being like, 
fuck, John Contino's here. Yeah. No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he saw that? Oh, gosh. No, you guys were good. And I thought, so I always say that graphic designers should never be on stage um, because there's no, I mean, it's, there's nothing worse than watching a graphic designer give a presentation at a conference. It's literally the worst thing that could possibly happen. And you guys got up there and you guys were doing like crowd work and like, I forget which one of you guys went into the crowd and the other one was on stage, like point, oh, this one, ask it, you were getting the crowd involved and shit. And I was like, this is like legit entertainment. And you get, you guys like did a really good job. And And then I was just like, Actually, you said <laughs> you guys said something about you had like a joke about like not getting mugged or something in New, in New York or like calling your mom or something. And then from the, from the side of the stage, I was like, not yet. And then like, <laughs> not realizing that you guys weren't going to know that's me that said that. I felt like that was like a weird thing to say because you were probably nervous that <laughs> like someone's going like, to wait uh, outside for you. It's a scary warning <laughs> from yes. the, the, the mugger. Like, yeah. who's that swarthy <laughs> Italian man? Like, <laughs> you know, shadows. I, oh, I thought for funny. sure you were, like, after I said that, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to like be nervous to leave now. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's so funny. so funny. No, no, having grown up in New York and the South, where that is also, we were taught that, um, yeah, crit- criticism and, uh, yeah, all that is love languages. Yes, yeah, right. yes, totally. Right, right, right. But no, yeah, so our, I, our talks are always like, we, we have to distract them from the fact that we don't really know anything that's worth <laughs> talking no, about. No, we're not, it's not like we're inventing the wheel. I feel like that, you know, there's some talks where you're like, this is fascinating, like this person, like, invented something or you know discovered a cure for this or whatever those talks are fascinating because they've done something new and broken ground but it's like we're kind of just telling advice that someone told us but we're trying to make it interesting so we just think of it as like 30 minutes of like some jokes but do you really think that you don't know anything no i think we know stuff and i actually get really annoyed when you ask somebody like hey how'd you get to where you are and they're like i don't know that makes me annoyed yeah i'm like you do know there's a way that people we just have a um I don't know. We don't want to go up on the stage like this is how you do it. Like right. coming from two people, like like the know it all kind of shit. You know, right, right, right. But like on the on the flip side, you want to be like what what gives you the right to be on stage talking to people? Then that's true. Yeah. See, that's why I think I think there's as much as like people say like I don't know. You have to earn your dues, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody knows something. And then there's a fine line between everyone knows something and um, everybody thinking they know everything. (laughs) It's such a tough thing because I think like no matter who you are, you probably have something that you can teach somebody else. And that's interesting. And that's how we actually started ending up writing a book, which we never thought we would do. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure same with you. Like you didn't think you wanted to write a course, but people kept asking you, like, how did you get to where you are? And you realize that you know more than you think. And so it's like. I really hate when you like meet someone that you really admire and you're trying to get them to like, like, Hey, like, how did you work with this kind of clientele? Or how did you start billing this much? And they're like, ah, they just kind of like downplay it. Cause yeah. you have to be retrospective a little bit and start noticing like what steps are leading towards positive reactions and what steps are like leading nowhere. There's also like someone who knows a lot and has been through a lot will tell you everything that they've been through. You know, like someone who's really been through the shit will talk about it and it won't come across as condescending. You know, someone who thinks that they've been through the shit but really haven't will sound like they're talking down to you. Right. You know, and that to me is the majority of the design industry, I think. It's just like all these people who are like spoon fed shit and then, you know. Right. 
that's the hardest thing is, is like, what feels new or what's like an exciting way to present this? I feel like, and I don't get me wrong. Like I love design conferences because it's how I met people like you. And I, we've actually made so many lifelong friends from design conferences. Right. And like just remembering my first one, I used to make fun of them before I went to them. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, that's just do the work. It's a job. Like that's kind of my mentality. Right. And then I went and I was like, I am so inspired. Right. <laughs> and um, it is interesting to compare like life stories and like process and all that stuff. I think it's why I like conferences like um, uh, first round brand new puts it on. And mm -hmm. it's where somebody actually walks through like a first round proof that yeah, got yeah, a yeah. client to say yes to something like that is fascinating. Well, that's helpful. It's, yeah, it's, it's exactly. useful. It's not, it's not a portfolio review where you sit up there and just listen to someone right. spew garbage for an hour. You know, like, I guess that's the interesting thing is, is like, just because like you do great work doesn't mean you actually know how to quantify, like how to help others maybe get to where you are. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or to even explain what the hell you did. Like, <laughs> right. like, like some people are just so up their own ass that you're just like, why? Like I'll, I'll never forget uh wmc cleveland in like 2013 watching someone on stage i forget i forget what point it was but it was so painful i i just i i i turned i turned to someone next to me i was just like if i sound like that i put a fucking bullet in my head when i walk off stage like i don't want to be that person like i don't want to be up there just like <laughs> like that shit you know what i mean right. it's just yeah. it, to and and then to be able to see you guys do it like there's very few people that i think are able to get on the stage and actually be interesting. Like you guys were at um, MLC in Atlanta. That was so fun. And and the people who the people a good portion of the people who speak at MLC are usually pretty good. Um, I, I and, yeah, and, and I think that's because there is a lot less of ego in sports design because sports design like people think that sports design is so impressive when you're not involved with sports design and then when you're involved with sports design you feel like you're just like a beaten dog right that was you know? that was so fascinating that was the most fascinating part about that conference is me going up to people being like you must have the coolest job and then they told me their jobs and i was like yeah how how are you standing you right. must be exhausted right, right, <laughs> like right. they work harder than anybody else i couldn't believe it like they're going to every game especially baseball i was yeah. like you guys deserve a trophy well, and they do, I mean, we, sometimes they'll get a ring at the end of the year, but it's rare. You yeah. know? <laughs> I know, like we we know the Lakers design team and they're, they do. First of all, they do awesome work. Like yeah. their work is so cool. It, like I, where it used to be and where it is now, I just think is so awesome. But um, they got rings. That is yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Um, uh, Chris, Chris from MLC, um, when he got the, uh, the, the Astros ring from when they won in 2017 illegally, um, he sent me... <laughs> <laughs> he sent he sent me he sent me an Astros like a uh, replica ring and a Yankees oh one gosh. also. So oh, I that's took, hilarious. I got the I got the garbage one in a box somewhere and then I got the Yankees one nice over there. Oh my god. Yeah, that was funny. But it's cool that everybody gets that. You know, like there's there's a little bit of a perk, but like when you work in that in that part of the industry, I mean, you, you you're taken advantage of like over and over and over again. And there's so many people that it's they, there's such a for something that's such a visual you know, everyone, everyone's got a, everyone's got a jacket, a hat, a t-shirt or whatever. And the people who are making that shit get paid so little and get treated like, like fucking slaves sometimes, you know, it's just like, well, you got to work all day, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then be ready on Monday morning to start over again. And it's just like, there's no life. Right. That's tough. And it's like, 
I'm sure that's why you must have to just love like the team and the people that you're working with yeah. because like yeah. otherwise it just wouldn't make any sense. But I mean, there, there has to be perks, but yeah, that's, that's wild. I think that's what's so interesting about like the outside looking into anything. That's what I started realizing this year was like, a lot of those industries that seem really cool to work in, you're like, this is your budget. This is what goes standard in this industry for this yeah, thing. Right. And so it's like finding those industries where it's like they appreciate design. They don't mind paying for it if you find the right clients, you know, like that kind of thing. That's yeah. been interesting in the last few years for us. I, so so my question to you guys is in within the design industry, um, being that I, 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 I like to think that there is um, a group of people like us where I think we're a little bit more, and it's so weird to like say this, but I feel like we're more authentic than a lot of other people. And I, I don't feel bad saying it because I pride myself on like telling the truth and like being myself and all that kind of shit. What do you guys feel is kind of like the good and the bad of our industry? And like, what is the stuff that, that kind of you, you, you feel proud to be a part of? And then the other stuff where you're just like, I can't believe that these people like call themselves the same thing that I call myself. <laughs> oh man. Interesting. I feel like we're on a whole text thread with some friends about some stuff like this, but I can't, it's like, it's always <laughs> usually just stupid stuff, you know, just like really yeah. stupid stuff. But you know what? Um, like, like when you, when you, when you see some stuff that really gets under your skin, you're like, like I actually work for this, you know, like, mm -hmm, I, right. and it could just be me too. Cause I take everything personally. And, and Brent knows because he does too, and he's a psychopath. So it's like the two of us in an echo chamber doesn't work out well because it's just like chaos, you know? You just like right. stir each other up, stir <laughs> each other <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. but Wait, like, so what are yours? Tell me yours. I, yeah, it's weird. I don't Because I need I to start thinking about mine. <laughs> you know, I find it so interesting that you guys don't have something at the ready. Like for me, like if I were to ask Brent, like what bothers you about design? He would be like, well, this, 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 this. But it could just be I us. have one. What is it? Tell me. I have one. I know so many people who have, conf okay, well, they've confided in me about um, having trouble consistently maintaining a living, you know, being okay. a freelancer. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and I'll try and help, you know, and, um, but then they'll teach a course on how to freelance. And I think that just killed me. When I'm <laughs> no, but it's just like, it kills me because I'm like, you couldn't make money actually doing it, but now you're going to make money pretending to tell other people how to do it, but you yeah. couldn't do it. See, that's the problem. It's I just like, think it's misleading. Yeah, and I, right. it's like, I'm not going to call them out or anything. Cause it's like, they have to make a living. And if right. they can make it doing it that way, you know, right. then I'm, I don't want to you know shit on them. But at the same time, I'm just like, but wait, you couldn't figure it out. See, right. that's what blows my mind too. But then I think, isn't that like what a director is? They can't act, but they know how to tell you what's wrong with what you're doing. So then I start to think, am I just being really critical? And am I just jealous that they figured out a way to make money? You know what I mean? Man, it's just, there's a, there is a fine line between like envy and frustration. And right. it, that's where yeah. I'm always like, am I just jealous? Cause I didn't think of it first <laughs> or because like, to me, it feels like it's not to me. I feel like I, I have this blue collar chip on my shoulder mm -hmm. where it's like, you have to do the work. You have to like, you know, it's like, it's a weird, like Kentucky thing. Well, our dad was a, he was in construction. You said yours was a contractor. I heard in a yeah, previous, yeah. you know, so I think, and you know, we were seven, like walking around a job site, picking up nails for yeah, him and stuff, yeah. you know, like loose nails. So <laughs> it's just like, I think there's always just, <laughs> this mentality. I was like, okay, you want that? Go do it. Go make it. Like, just go figure it out. You know? Yeah. Um, me too. And uh, yeah. yeah. It's um, 
Oh man, it, it's it's uh, it, that that kind of blue collar mentality. I think is so important in doing what we do because I feel like there are so many people who literally go to an art school that costs fifty thousand dollars a year and then get an internship at some agency or whatever easily because they went to that art school that they paid to go to and then they get a job at that agency and then if they want to be independent they just leave because they have all their friends at the agency that'll give them work and i would always look at that and just be so mad at it but at the same time just being like well if i did that then would i be you know like it's just just because someone took a different (laughs) route to the same path like do you get mad or is just or is it just kind of like that kind of blue collar mentality of just like i had to do this the hard way you know right but I think, I'm I think proud that's what that it is. I, I think I'm it. just mad that I didn't get – but then I wonder. Sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I'm like, what would it be like to like quit Hoodspot and work for somebody else? Like I kind of want to just see what it's like. I feel like I've never had a real job, like a yeah. proper one. Yeah. Like I was the I maxed out at $12 an hour at my first design yeah. job. Like that was my job. So it's hard for me when, when people come in and they're like, I'm only making this at my job and I really don't think it's enough. And I'm like, you're only one year out of school? Okay. It's hard for me because I I can't relate, you know, and it's like, but of course, if they want to live in New York or if they want to live wherever, that is too low for them, you know, but I'm just keep thinking back to my thing of like where I'm like, sometimes it's just, I don't know. I I don't know. But uh, yeah, you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. You don't want to work for somebody else. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I don't don't think it's going to turn back after all. Where you talk shit on all the shit you've had to endure <laughs> under Ooh. the nose. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I never say anything too delicate around Brent in, in under the circumstance that he gets disgruntled and goes out and tries to fucking take me down. Like you can ask him because Brent keeps files on everybody. Oh ask him gosh. how deep my file yeah. is. Oh, I got nothing, nothing on John. See? Uh, see, I feel like I can't. If I had a therapist, they'd be telling me not to have these conversations <laughs> because I'm, I'm so toxic. You guys are talking I'm about so it, and I'm just like Your thinking about people I hate. You're toxic. That's incredible. <laughs> this, Brent, I, I'm telling you, you would do well on TikTok. It's basically. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's mostly just toxic. Like, yeah, it's what it is. I would love so to see you go on there and rant. Yeah, Brent is yeah. going to be the next TikTok star. You just have to like comment on daily things that annoy you and then that we can all relate to. I think like when you leave your laundry wet in the dryer and it's 11 o'clock at night. No, he's going to turn everybody off real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to reel them in with like a few things that people like are like, yeah. And then it's going to get crazier and crazier. And then, people are along the ride. And then, like, and then you're just going to. <laughs> this is taking a dark I think, turn. Yeah, I don't know. He's just going to start praising the Unabomber after a certain amount of time. Oh, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. I constantly think about that, though. It's like, what for my past is going to come back to haunt me? Something, because you know how, like, people, some dipshit thing you did when you were just, like, trying yeah. to be, you know, yeah. you're just like, uh. I mean, I've done so many dipshit things in my life. <laughs> it's yeah. just like one of these things is going to bring me down. <laughs> I just think back at like when I used to be so like I didn't I couldn't afford even fonts, which is so dumb to say because it's like but, you know, they're only like $40. But at the time, it felt like that was like really breaking the bank. Yeah. And so I would just like blow them up as big as I could and and uh, screenshot each letter and then live trace it. And I'm like, <laughs> You used to do that? Hey, you got to get shit done. No. You find ways to get shit done. You get shit done. 
And sometimes I still do that because it's like you want to present it to the client, but you yeah. don't know if they're going to approve it. Like you don't want to buy this, especially some of the fonts are expensive these yeah, days. Yeah, no kidding. Like my fonts are but some of these fonts are like 400 bucks a pop, you know? Right. Right, so right, it's right. like, but and I, I seriously sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, did I buy the license? You know, like, did, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have these moments of like, that's what's going to be the thing that like I forgot to do. Yeah, but it's like, it's so not a big deal. Like, if you woke up to an email that said, guess what? Your the client is getting sued for $2.5 million and it's on you. That's something to worry about. But like, if you forget the license, you, you get up in the morning, you eat your breakfast, and then you go buy the license and everything's fine. <laughs> Dude, our friend's going through something like that right now, just with like legalities of like a client not buying the proper font license yeah. for the design he created for them. And they're trying to include him on the lawsuit mm -mm. so that he's also liable. And it's like, I'm like, and we were just talking. I'm like, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, just like the past year, this thing. And I'm like, how are you not completely stressed out? But, mm. uh, you know, I guess when you get a certain point in your career, you kind of know, like, this won't go anywhere, but it's just going to stress me out for, like, a year. Do you guys have that shit in your contract where it's just, like, to a certain point, I am not responsible for what happens to you? <laughs> yeah, to a certain extent. It's, like, yeah. best efforts, basis, like, you know, we will do our best to ma make sure this is not, mm -hmm. you know, infringing on anyone's whatever. Mm -hmm. But right. it's pretty much the idea that, like, we'll do our best to obviously make sure it doesn't. But, yeah. you know, it's, like, people came up with calculus at the same time in different areas, you know, or right. algebra. Yeah, or something yeah. like that, right. you know. It's, like, everything's been done before. Yeah. It kind of trips me out how easy it is to accidentally make something very similar yeah. to someone else. Even if you Google reverse image search stuff, it's, like, it's bound to happen maybe once or twice. Right. Like, kind of. Right. And it, 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 it happens. It's, it's, I mean, especially if you're around for a long time doing it, like you're bound to kind of like step on somebody's toes or independently come up with the same idea at the same time. Right. It just happens. Like it, you, yeah. not everything can be the utmost unique at all times. There's going to be a right. point where you cross paths with somebody, you know, That's why or, I rip yourself off. or rip yourself off. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you get this all the time, but people send us a lot like rips of our designs or like something that's so close to our designs. I'm sure you get that too. Yeah. But I'm like, I always just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's like, sometimes, you know, they saw it, but sometimes it's like, I don't know. Is it that unique? Am I that like right. anybody could have come up with something similar, you know? I, I'm going to ask you guys this. This will be the last, this will be the last one. And then I'll let you guys go. So thanks for hanging with us. We, Oh shit. We talked for a while. Um, do you have, and you can make this quick if you want. Um, do you guys have a way when you're done with a project or while you're doing a project, how do you foolproof it? How do you, how do you know that when you give it off to the client that you're confident that you feel like it's going to be accepted well? Do you have a test that you guys do to just be like, this is, this is, it, we're going to run this test. If it passes this test, we're happy with passing it on to the client. Not so much a test. We have a pre first proof process called the discovery, which is pretty much like the research round. Mm -hmm. And we take them through and we align on their goals and all that. I'm sure you do something like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we just pretty much restate to them everything that they need and want out of it and define the terms for success, do the mood board. And that's probably been the most like groundbreaking thing, you know, as far as getting an approval and a yes on, on a proof that has no design in it so that they're already in a good mind frame mm -hmm. and they're already like, they've already bought into the process and they're already happy and excited so that the first proof they see is not really the first proof they see, if that makes sense. Well, he's saying at the end, he's saying at the end, like yeah, when they're about to right. launch. 
like oh, say, when you're okay, about to launch. Yeah, like yeah. forget forget about that process. I'm saying like when you guys are done and you or like while you're while you're working or when you're finished, when you hand off a project to a client, whether it's a logo or campaign or a product or whatever it is, if they're happy, that's great. That's one thing. But what about everyone else? How do you kind of foolproof that to know that what you're giving them is just like, this is going to pass like the public test? You never know. I can't think about that. If I think about that, it stresses me. In fact, I'm usually like, some people will probably hate this. I think that actually makes me feel better when I'm like, some people won't want this. And I have to go in knowing that. Because yeah. when I go in being like, I need this to be on brand new and I need Armin to like it, yeah, yeah. then I know that I'm going to just like go down a rabbit hole and never recover. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've um, actually, yeah, the toughest part is like now with like all the bigger brands, like they want to do a big brand launch, and like a big mm. like wow moment. So right. it's like it really is like make or break. It feels like these right. days, whereas before you could kind of like do a soft rollout and people would be like, whoa, the website's new and the logo's new and like it looks pretty good. Like they're yeah. kind of like eased into it. Yeah. And now it's just like, wham, what do you think? Love it or hate it? <laughs> yeah. It's just good. It works. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys are saying basically you ignore it and hope that you, like you bury your head in the sand afterwards and you're like, uh, it's yeah. done. It's done. I, it doesn't work. It, and then we're just happy when a few people like it. <laughs> we always do the um, the internet troll test where we'll do it and Ooh. we'll be like, how can someone rip this to shreds? Oh, I love that. Right. Well, obviously you look for private parts. I mean, yeah. so that's one thing that no matter what you uh, do. And I, sometimes you just have to ignore them. You're like, well, honest, I like the design. We're leaving the boobs. In. I have, no, missed, honest, I have missed that so many times. So many times. So I... The amount of times that someone's been like, "Oh, that kind of looks like this body part," and I'm like, "Whoa, fuck! <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> right think there. about that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh! Wait, so you guys just have a session where you're just mean girls, and you mm-hmm. just see how mean you can be, how how far you can razz your own design all, all the time, all, all the time. I love that. As we as we're going through the process, and it's it doesn't matter if it's Brent or or someone else that we work with or whatever. It's always just like, how would an asshole on the internet rip this apart? And how do we keep them from doing that? Oh, that is like oh, my number one mindset because I know that what we give the client is going to be great. I'm not worried about right. that. I'm wor- I know that I know that I'm going to read them well. I know that sure. we're going to do good work and they're going to be happy with it. But how do you account for the asshole on the internet? And that's what right. that's always the thought process of just like how do well, you've got like, an insider with Brett's Brent, right. Sorry, he's like dropping her in. I'm so sorry. And yeah, I'm just kidding. But you're a full on <laughs> sociopath, so it's like uh-huh. you get the kind of insights that most of us. Brent, are we close enough yeah. for me to be this being to you yet? I'm I, sorry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I absolutely I love that you called him a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you say it so many times. I learned it from you. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. Um, oh my do you guys, you guys, th- thank you guys for being here. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, this was, this was a fun conversation. Do you guys want to promo anything and, or fucking sell something that uh, I'm about to sell? I'll give you 10% off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to make a discount code that's called John Cosmino and it will be 10% off. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you get to it? Okay, so it's courses.hoodspadesign.com and it's got tons of testimonials and all the a preview of all the lessons and all that kind of stuff. And you can watch one lesson for free. And honestly, it is super helpful. The best part is the Slack channel. And it's like where we can all kind of like talk and brainstorm together. It's pretty yeah. cool. That sounds good. Um, so uh, we have, if you're, if you're on uh, the video YouTube site, 
you can see at Hutzpah Design. Um, Jen, you you have a private Instagram account, is that right? I, I don't even use it anymore. I know. Um, I was just thinking I should just open it up and just post weird, like stupid shit. You, you know, know, I just go, turn I, it into. I, I, I follow yeah. Amy and I follow the studio, obviously. And then I was just, I was looking to make sure I was spelling yours right. And I was like, I don't follow Jen. And then I was like, oh, it's private. And I was like, hmm, it's kind of weird. And then, and then I, I was know. like. <laughs> Which made you wonder what was in there, right? I, I, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't want to pry. I didn't want to pry. Yeah. To be honest, I was trying to take it back to just people that I actually know. And then um, I it was so exhausting going through and trying to remember who I knew from how. What well, a first world no, no, problem. No, 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 it was but, so exhausting. Just because like everyone that's gotten married and I couldn't remember how I knew people or what people's real names were and not their handles. I just gave up. So I need to just like open it back up. Listen, if I can tell you anything, it's this. Don't care about other people. That's all. Thank you. Just don't care about other people. <laughs> Yes, Brent. Brent doesn't care yeah. about a single human being. <laughs> Not one. Not He's one. doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, do you want to leave us with any words of wisdom? No. You've said so much that's of so much value in this episode. <laughs> Brent is always so scared. We did, to, we've, we've had what? Like two guests? We had Joe we DiMaggio. We space to talk in his defense. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of edged him out. Listen, I mean, I'm sorry, Brent. If he wants no, to I get, if he wants to get somewhere in this world, he's got to figure out how to get into a conversation, right? You know what's hilarious? This is a perfect metaphor yes. for trying to say or matter to anyone when you're in a conversation with two people from the extreme coasts who think they fucking rule, <laughs> rule the universe, <laughs> and someone from Middle America is just like, but I matter as well. <laughs> 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 it was, yeah it's accurate that's very accurate well all right thank you guys for having uh thank yeah for having me thanks for having me on your podcast guys wait hold on i talked to neri i talked to neri yesterday and he said he did your show what is yes. your show we tell neri this is a call out to neri we've we interviewed him just for our youtube channel just for fun because i'm like everyone must want to know what you are thinking and know yeah and he's like so under the radar he's like he's like secret agent super so super like, under the radar but yeah, I'm like, let's get some of the secrets out here. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to Neri at another time. He's gonna come on as a guest. We're gonna get all that. We're gonna air all out the the, the dirty laundry and all that stuff. But to, what is you on the YouTube channel? It's not, is it? It's not a podcast, right? Do you guys do it weekly? No. Why do I know not no, know no. about this? It's just randomly. It's just randomly. Like if we want to share, if I'm like finally able to design something where I can like share our process, yeah. or you know, just like an excuse to like live stream and hang out. And like if I have a friend who I'm like, you should be sharing info. Let's ah, just do like a quick like. That's cool. To be honest, we haven't. And did it as anything yet because we're afraid we won't be able to like maintain keep going and and do it you know consistently so we just there's just this random video that we might keep doing i've I've seen i've seen like one or two of them but i thought that they were for something specific i didn't realize when he told me that i was like what the fuck like what how how do i not know about this (laughs) yeah it's, it's just like yeah it's just random per chance happenings oh very good okay well guys go check out hutzpah design and what's your what's your website again www.hoodspadesign.com. <laughs> you don't have to say www. <laughs> Wait, how many? How many Ws? <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing about old people is they go www. For some reason, old people can never add the third W. Never. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, for the next call that we have, I want to talk about why they call it BW3s when there's not Buffalo Wild Wings. Ws and BW3s, Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Why do they call it BW3s? She ruined the ending. I don't know. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) I'll end it right there. Thanks.